The following audio content is a talk given at the Inn, a college ministry of University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website, theinnseattle.org. We invite you to join us each Tuesday at 9 p.m. on the corner of 16th and 47th in Seattle's U District. I am so excited for you uh, to hear who we get to hear from tonight. If you are one of these people who have ever wondered how many states truly border Tennessee and what states they are, our speaker tonight could probably solve that problem for you. Okay, because she comes from Shelbyville, Tennessee. She has a degree in child and family studies from the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. And let's be honest, she has an absolutely unhealthy obsession with So You Think You Can Dance. And, you know, most people, most people that, that after they meet Amber, if I can catch their, their comments as they're walking away from Amber, it usually sounds something along the lines of, she is just the sweetest thing I have ever met. And, and, and to which I would agree. And I, and, but she has the unfair advantage of having the awesome Southern accent or Tennessee accent, uh, to go along with that. I know that, uh, she comes to us tonight very much missing her sweet tie. Uh, but she has a word for us tonight because I have discovered um, our intern, Amber Sand, to be someone who has some unbelievable friendships and somebody who has been deeply shaped by some incredible voices in her life and somebody who herself is desiring to go uh, to go deep with people. And, uh, and in fact does as she wrestles with, uh, all the issues in her life, including dating and romance. So I think Amber has something to share with us tonight. So please welcome our intern, my friend, Amber Sam. Hey, can you hear me? Is this working? Great. Awesome. This is, needs to be a little bit shorter. Okay, so like Ryan said, my name is Amber. Traveled 2,000 miles. 2,000? I don't really know. We'll say 2,000. To come up here to Seattle to intern to meet y'all. Because like Ryan said, I love friends. Friends are awesome. Um, so all day long, okay, probably not all day, probably ever since I started um, figuring out this talk, I was like, I need an awesome introduction, like I need to tell the coolest, funniest story, but in all reality, that's not me. Um, and so I was just like, I need a perfect like example of what friendship means. Um, so I'm going to start back, um, probably, I got here in August, and friendship is something that means the world to me, probably because it is the world to me. Um, friends have changed my life. Um, the encouragement they've offered me, the challenges they've offered me is unlike no other. Um, so I got here in the first two months of my life here, just to be honest, like I cried every day. <laughs> I was like, God, like you sent me here and I don't know what I'm doing and I don't have community and I don't have my, my best friend Ingrid, which is here, by the way, I'm so excited. <laughs> hey, baby. Um, so, I didn't, I was like, I don't have anyone here, like, that knows me, that knows who Amber Lynn Sand is. I don't have people in my life that I can just run up to and be like, I'm having a bad day, let's go get lunch, because I want that, whatever. Um, but 
So I'm sitting here in this moment right now, and we were singing the song, and Elisa Casey, the one who came up to do student prayer, um, I just had my head bowed, and she just started stroking the back of my hair and rubbing my back, and I was just like, God, this is family. This is friendship to me. And um, then she came up and did the prayer, and then so I lean over, and I'm like, I look at Michael, and I, like, hug on him because um, he's baby number one. And I say, <laughs> and I say, Michael, what if people think I'm weird? And he was like, you are weird, and that's why I like you. And then I was like, that's awesome because that's what friendships are, right? Like, they're people that we can be, be ourselves, and we can be accepted. We can be weird. We can be goofy. We can be bad. We can be good. We can be whatever. And we know that we're not being judged. And we know that we can be comfortable. And we can come completely as we are. And they hold us and know us well. So thank you, Michael. And thank you, Elisa, for that illustration. Um, before we get started, can I pray for us really quick? Um, God, thank you for tonight. Um, you brought me here. And... You've given me words, Lord, and I'm so, so thankful for you. Um, thanks for the people that texted me this morning, and thank you for um, the people that have just encouraged me and given me hugs today, Lord. Um, calm me. Open the hearts here, Lord. Um, if there are any hardened hearts, Lord, soften them. Soften them, Lord. Um, I pray that you're glorified tonight, Lord, and I love you so very much. Thanks for letting me, let me do this. Amen. Um, so if you didn't hear already of me talking about the million, sorry, I like walk everywhere and I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry for that. Probably cause I'm sweaty and I just, <laughs> okay. On a front, can I move this over? Thank you. I mean, thanks everyone. Um, Bear with me. Um, okay, so if you haven't heard, tonight I want to talk about friendships. But um, So when I first got this text, I was like, friendships, awesome. Everyone has them. No one wants to hear about them. But then I talked to my best friend, and she was like, are you kidding me? Like, you love friends. Friends are your life. And you're right, because you are my life. Like, friends are my life. They really are. Um, and so um, tonight I want to talk about Friendships, but maybe in a different context, maybe something we haven't thought about. And that's the fact that God comes down in a friend form, you know, to speak to you, you know, to tell you that you're not alone, to to comfort you. And I think that's pretty cool, actually. Um, So I was talking with Elisa Casey. I'm sorry, I bring you up like every five seconds, but I love this girl. So we're talking, we meet every Friday. Um, And I was like, Elisa, like, how does God talk to you? Like, how do you hear from him? Because I'm curious. I like that. I love to know, like, I think it's cool that God talks to us in different ways. And so she's, like, thinking about it. And she was, like, because she takes a while to think. And I love that about her. Um, And she was, like, I hear God from my friends. I hear God from the people around me. And then that triggered everything. I was, like, that is, that's so true. That is so true. And I'm not one that's good with analogies. But God was kind of, like, I have an analogy for you. And I was, like, I'll take it. Thanks. Um. And he was just like, okay, Amber, you know how a doctor, when you're hurt, you go to the doctor and they put stitches on you. Um, Chris, you know about that. Um, so when you go to a doctor, they put stitches on you. I was like, awesome, yes. And 
um, if you need an oil change, you go to the mechanic to get your oil changed. Awesome. Yes. And so I was like, okay, what's that have to do with anything? And he was like, well, that's, that's what friends do. Friends heal people. Friends speak to us through each other. Um, notes. So, you like that, don't you? Um, anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so silly. Um, so, <laughs> um, I was thinking of scripture to do um, tonight because I was like, got to have some scripture, right? So, um, I didn't want to come with something long because I'm just a very simple, to the point kind of girl. Um, and God took me through this journey of what a friend looks like. Because I was like, what in the world does a friend mean? If I want to be a friend to someone, if someone wants to be a friend to me, what does that even look like? Um, and he took me to Proverbs 17, 17. And it just says, a friend loves at all times. And I was like, that's so simple. And he's like, no, it's not. It's not simple. It's not simple to love at all times, you know? But that's what we're called to do. Um, and then he gave me this other thing. He was like, Amber, I am love. In 1 John 4, 16, he states it simply, God is love. I am love, Amber. And if you are loving your friends and your friends are loving you, you get to experience God. And you get to, you get to show your friends who God is just by loving them. And I think that's pretty cool, especially because we're in college and we're like, what's our purpose? What am I supposed to do? Sometimes it's as simple as loving, <laughs> right? Um, so I look around um, just from different students I'm meeting with, from my core group, front row, love them, ah, um, just different people that I encounter, just from the struggles that I experience in my life and through college, through high school, um, I look around and I see that we are lonelier than we've ever been lonelier than we've ever been. That means that we can be in a room full of people and feel like no one knows us. Who knows Carson? Who knows Amy? Who knows Casey? Who knows Colleen? Who knows Jesse? Who knows Justine? I look around and I see that some people struggle with depression. Some people suffer with um, sexual sin. And it's tough. Some people just (laughs) are crying just to be comfortable with someone. Someone to love them. Someone to care for them. I see this daily. I struggled with this in high school. This was, like, big for me. But I, I looked for that one guy to fulfill every single need in my life. Feel my comfort, feel my shopping, feel my person to go out and have lunch with, feel my shoulder to cry on, feel my encouragement, feel blah, blah, blah. And, and yeah, that's great for, for that. But that's what friends are for. Friends are to, here to encourage. They're here for the people that are lonely to be that person to listen to. Right? When you're depressed and you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you for you? Your friends. That's what friends mean the world to me. 
because I've been through all of that. I've been through sexual sin. I've been through um, times where I can't believe in myself. So I have friends like Ingrid, and I have friends like Jessica, Megan, Stephanie, Kirsten, believing in me, holding my hands up, saying, Amber, you can do it, and I'm here with you. (laughs) I think that's pretty cool. Um, before we want to, before we want to, we want to go on, before I want to go on, I want us, um, to really think about this and maybe you have a ton of friends. Maybe you don't have any friends at all, but I hope that tonight, um, we just go a little bit deeper in this and, um, I have to maybe just claim a few things. Like I understand that friendships are hard and sometimes they seem like they have to be a two way street. Um, but I kind of want to, I want to kind of state the obvious right now that we live in an individualistic culture. Me. How does this benefit me? How is this efficient for me? Um, and I want us to change our thoughts on that. I want us to, to instead of point the arrow at us, point the arrow out. How can I love? How can I encourage? How can I challenge my best friend? How can I offer truth to my best friend? Okay? Um, so, most of you don't know me that well. Um, but if you did, you would know that I wear, well, not all of them at the same time I used to because I thought it was really cute. Um, but I wear friendship rings. Yes, I'm in third grade again. Um, but they're not just any friendship rings because these actually mean something. Okay? Um, sorry, this like... Get stuck in here. Awesome. Sound effects for you. Didn't think that. Um, okay, so um, I want to talk about, um, okay, like I said, friendships are hard. Understand that. But I want us to, um, I just want to offer us tonight three different ways that God can heal us and speak to us through our friendships. And um, I'm going to use my friendship rings to do that. So, so it's, it's good, actually, because you don't have to use notes. You're just like, oh. Okay, so ring number one is, which is the first offer of advice I would give you to how to be a friend or maybe how a friend could love you, um, is my rope ring. And I have this rope ring with two other girls, Jessica Jones and Erica Schmidt. And um, my growing up, um, I was 13 when my parents got divorced, and so I moved from this big old town of Nashville, Tennessee, whoop, whoop, um, to Shelbyville, also known as, get it, Michael. Um, and so I was, like, really amazed of how welcoming an eighth grader could be. I, I um, went there in eighth grade. My parents got divorced when I was 13, and I remember sitting at this lunch table, once again, another week in my life where I just bawled my eyes out and I'm going, I don't want to do this. I don't know anyone. I promise I'm not pity all the time. Just some. Um, so anyways, so these girls, I look over and I'm eating lunch by myself and these two girls come up to me and they just like ask my name and all this stuff and they start pursuing me like a real, like a, a friend would pursue someone. Um, and they started taking me to church with them and I was like, this is cool. I don't really know who God is. That's awesome. Um, they're the people in my life, those two girls are the people in my life that um, encourage me. And that's what this ring means to me, is encouragement. They're the girls in my life that believe in me when I can't um, believe in myself. And they're the girls in my life that um, encourage me 
um, in my walk with faith and push me towards God. Um, so most of you, I shouldn't assume that. Maybe some of you know the verse Ecclesiastes 4, um, 9 through 12. And I just want to read that for us really quick. Um, it says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. And that's what this this rope ring means for me. It means that I can look down and know that I'm not broken. Like, I have people on each side of me, like I said earlier, holding my hands up and fighting for me when I can't do that for myself. Um, So my first just um, link to friendship would be encouragement. And I think that's what we all need to, um, we need to want that. I don't think it's, I don't think it's too much for us to want to be encouraged by our friends. Um, And maybe that does sound selfish, but I don't think it is selfish. Um, And I think we also need to offer encouragement to our friends. I don't think, I don't think that's too much to ask of ourselves either. Encouragement, whether that's, um, a pat on the back or a stroke of the hair saying, Amber, you can do this. God's given you words. You've got this. Um, whether it's um, someone sending you a letter on your bed to say, I believe in you. Whether it's a CD of all your favorite songs because that's what makes you happy. That's what friends do. Um, my second ring that I want to talk about is my hour ring. This, this to me means everything. And this is actually with a girl that traveled miles, miles, miles to come see me. I love you so much. Um, and this is, she lost hers. I'm so sorry. It's, <laughs> right? Some friend you aren't. No, I'm just kidding. She's a great friend. Okay. So <laughs> if I have to tell you that, then you're probably not. I'm just kidding. Okay. So this, this ring symbolizes a lot for me. Um, Owls not only are they wise, they offer truth, um, a fresh perspective on life. Sometimes um, when we have a lot going on, um, do you ever have so much going on in your head and you keep it up there and then you like start making yourself think something that's not real and all this stuff? Yeah, no, I do it all the time. Um, but anyways, if I didn't have friends that offered me truth and perspective and processed with me and was like, um, um, Amber, like... What are you, is this truth? Is this not? Annika, you're really good at that. Always pointing out that truth in my life. Um, and so we need people in our life like that. Um, the story I want to tell you about Ingrid and I's relationship um, might hit home with a lot of you. It might not. But, whew, roller coaster we've been on. <laughs> but a good one. Um, the first time we ever met, um, we met one day and instantly became friends. Um, and it was because we went deep really fast with each other. We were like, oh, my gosh, I've messed up with boys. Oh, my gosh, I have too. And it was great. I know, not to mess up with boys. But <laughs> but to know that, like, we're not alone in this, that's hard. I remember feeling so much shame and guilt from high school because I was like, I'm supposed to be a Christian. I'm supposed to believe in God. But I've done all of this stuff. I've done all of this stuff. <laughs> How can anyone love me? How can anyone? Like, I don't love myself. How can anyone else love myself? And Ingrid was like, no, I love you. 
I was like, you do love me. Good, because I love you too, girl. Um, but not only have we faced that, we, we went through, um, a tough little dry spell maybe like a year ago. Um, and I asked her if it was okay to share this, but it's bad on both of our parts. Um, we got to a point in our friendship where we couldn't stand each other. Tears. Um, I felt like everything she did, she just copied everything I did. And she was trying to take my identity. And I was like, no, that's mine. That's my identity. That's what I've worked for. Those are my words. That's my music. That's my outfit. That's this. And I got to a point where, seriously, this is no joke. Like, at night, I would stay up venting with my other roommates about how much I couldn't stand that she copied me. True friend? No. Retaliation? No. Amber, that's not what a true friend does. If your friend stabs you in the back 20 times, you don't stab them back. <laughs> right? Anyway, so I, we, our friendship was like sound effects and everything. It was great. <laughs> but seriously, and then we slowly started going apart. And this is a girl that we, this sounds, this sounds really, okay, never mind, I won't go there. Um, we did everything together. Ever since we changed our major to the same thing, we took every single class together. Okay, I'm, I'm not saying this is the solution to everything. It just somehow worked for us. Um, but we did everything together. It, we didn't wake up until like one because we didn't have class until late and we'd always go shopping or food or we love food. Um, anyways, so that's this girl. This girl I did everything with. So you can only imagine that if we did everything together and then all of a sudden we're going against each other, we're not reflecting the love of God. Right? Nothing. Which is, side note, kind of important that if God is love and we are called to love our friends, when we are loving our friends well, people, the outside world, people who don't believe in God get to experience God because they see us and they say, I want that joy. I want that friendship because that's God. So back to me and Ingrid, we are bitter. I don't know if anyone's ever felt bitterness but I felt it like no other. Like, I'm not kidding. It was awful. And I hated who I was. I talked about her more than I talked about the boys I had crushes on. That's a sign. Right? No. Um, awful. I was an awful friend. And I hate that I have to admit that in front of y'all because that's ugly. That's an ugly heart. It really is. Um, but I've got to tell you that God is powerful he really is and he can redeem anything he can redeem sexual sin he can redeem um, blackouts he can redeem uh, feelings of worth worthlessness is that a word what's the word tonight Um, feelings of being known of being desired he can feel all of those um, by himself but he chooses to do that through his friends through his friends through us us as friends Um, anyway so um, I've mentioned Kirsten a few times throughout my life, just a few. Um, and 
I, she was my mentor. This does relate back to the story, I promise. Um, so I was like, Kirsten, she would hear me when we would meet one-on-one. And she was like, Amber, honey, this is not you. What are you doing? Why are you talking about her so bad? You're not a friend. She told me that. I was like, I'm a friend. She's like, that's not what friends do. You need to confront her. Confront, that's a four-letter word. But it's not a four-letter word, really. It's not. And I'll tell you why it's not. Because confront, confronting in a gentle manner with a clear motive, with a pure motive, because you love your best friend, that's important. It's one of the most hardest things to do, especially for someone who doesn't like words. I'm not good with them. But for some reason, I was like, I got to do it. <laughs> Worked up. Okay. You think I was sweating tonight? I was sweating whenever I was like, I'm going to confront her. This is like I'm getting into a fight. But I was like, I'm going to confront her. And we're going to be great. So I had this list of everything she did to me. Elementary, probably. But it ended up working in the long run. Oh, I told you the end of the story. So anyway, so we both got to a point in our friendship where we were like, hate each other. I was like... Kirsten, like, I don't want to confront her because I don't give a care. Give a care? Give a crap. Give a care? Anyways, I don't care about her anymore. <laughs> I don't care about her anymore. And she was like, you're not for real. Like, you love Ingrid like she is your sister. And that's true. I love Ingrid like she's my sister. And I hope that anyone that comes in contact with me can see that. Because that's the love of God that God wants to offer us. Um... So, anyway, so she came to me one day crying, and I cry, if you haven't met me, over everything. Michael's laughing because he knows it's true. (laughs) So, anyways, she came to me crying one day, and she was like, Amber, I know I've wronged you. I've done so many things. I've stolen your identity, all this stuff. And I was like, let's go to the room. We've got to talk. I'll be right back. I have a list. And she was like, what? I'm really embarrassed that I'm admitting this out loud. And it's recording. Anyways. <laughs> people know how I act in my other relationship. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So anyway, so we go to her room and she's like bawling and she's like, Amber, I'm so sorry. Like, I've done all this stuff to you. And I was like, you're right. I've got a list to prove it. Read through everything. And I was like, this is what you've done to me. Da, 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 da. And then I don't know why, like I wasn't crying, always cry. Um, but then she was just like at ease again, and so was I. And I was just like, of course, because any bad moment, of course, the Holy Spirit would hit me and say, get out of that. That's Satan making you so harsh and cold heart. And so I'm like, you're right. You did do this stuff, but I love you so much. Let's walk through this together. I want to help you. I want to give you truth. I want to give you a fresh perspective. So what? You stole my identity. That means you probably have some insecurities. And as a friend, one of my duties is to walk with you to help you figure out why you're insecure. One of my duties as a best friend is to love you, um, even if you steal the same outfit, because who wouldn't want this? <laughs> um, you know... We need to um, push our friends to truth, to fresh perspective, because that heals us. And when we are healed, since we are broken people and we are healed, God comes in the shape of a friend 
to heal us, to push us towards God. Because God is love. Okay, love you. I'm putting you down there. Okay, so my last ring I want to talk about. Um, and that ring, sorry, is challenge. That's what that ring is, or truth, whatever. Um, this ring is called Bless This Woman. And I get really excited when I can talk about this one. Because this, to me, signifies the word rejoice. Um, me and this girl, Stephanie, um, Stephanie Higgs, she would kill me if she knew that I said her last name on here. Um, but we got these friendship rings one day because, well, I needed a third one. No, I'm just kidding. It's because I really love her. And so we went and we picked these out. And I really love, love, I love this concept, love this concept, um, of this ring. Because when I think of Bless This Woman, I think of um, when Jesus got down and washed his disciples' feet. I don't know why that pops in my head, but it does. Because I'm like, even if it, it's, a, it's a tender moment between Jesus and his disciples, but to me, I'm like, that's so cool. That is so cool that it just makes me happy. It doesn't even make me sad like Jesus is down on his knees, like cleaning someone's feet. Like I'm like, yeah, because he's on the same playing field as us, and he wants us to be there with him. So this um, this ring, Stephanie offers so much joy in my life. So much joy in my life. Um, the things that I love most about Stephanie is the fact that this is no joke. When we weren't bashed and angered, we stopped doing that, and she knows that. I told her. I love you. Um, she, we, this is what true friendship to me depicts right here. We would stay up till three in the morning on her floor talking about boys, lack thereof, um, and life and God questions like, what in the world? Who is God? Does he exist? Is he real? Um, what does it look like to pray? I want freedom in my life. What does that look like? And that is the part of friendship to me that offers comfort. You know, when we're like so lonely and we just want someone to know us, who knows me? I want someone to know me. I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel safe. That's what that ring to me is. Safety. I like just picture myself right here, just sitting in her hands. Safety. Um, and P.S. shout out because I will be adding a fourth one soon. Maddie, where are you at, honey? Jenica, where are you at, honey? Okay, that's all right. Work on it. Um, anyways, so <clears throat> encourage, challenge truth, and rejoice. Um, that to me is what makes up friendship for me. And, um, the last thing I want to share tonight is, is this concept. Okay, I read this book once, Strong Women, Soft Hearts. So girly, I understand. We were going to do that. We didn't do that. Anyways, um, there's a part of this book that says, um, sometimes in life, we pray to God asking him for something. Whether we're asking for a boyfriend, whether we're asking for a job, we, we ask for a prayer. God gives us an answered prayer sometimes, but since it doesn't come in the pretty box we expect it to, we walk this direction because we're like, oh, it can't be that because that's not exactly what I prayed for. 
that's not the God that I prayed for because he doesn't know. And that's what I think when we think about friendship. We think friends are just fun. And they are fun. But my hope and my challenge for us tonight is that we can point our arrow outward. No more of this all about me. No more of this. What do I get out of it? <laughs> no, that's not nice. Um, I really would love to see us um, get deeper in our friendships and for us to um, be blessed by friendships because they're so much fun. And in the end, they point us and push us towards Jesus. Okay, let's pray. Hey, God, we did it. I know. Long little journey you took me on, but um, Holy Spirit, you're so good. You are. You're so good to us. Um, Thank you for people in my life who love me and who encourage me and who believe in me and challenge me, Lord, when I can't. I pray for this group of people right now, Lord, that they all find time to find this joy of friendship, Lord, and that they see how important and how worth it is. We love you so much. Amen.